Hey everybody, welcome to the Quick Talk Podcast. Josh here. I'm driving in my car. It is Sunday evening. I'm going back home. Got to spend some great, uh, a great few hours with a, my my best friend, Cy. If you're out there, Cy, what's up? Rode some snowmobiles. It was amazing. It, there's still a lot of snow in Michigan, even though it's April. And uh, But I think spring's coming. I want to talk to you briefly um, about digging your well before you're thirsty. I first heard this maybe like two years ago and it's one of those quotes that for me it just it's just in my brain all the time it's just it's so true it's so applicable to so many areas of our lives it just keeps popping in my head and I've never actually mentioned it on the podcast uh, but it's really relevant so not just with relationships where you're trying to get something but in all areas of your life you got to think about it like this right you you should be playing the long game And if I look back at my businesses and the things that I've done, um, I think without even realizing it, I've always kind of done that. You know, I go really heavy on relationships, not just with my friends or colleagues or or people in the industry, but uh, my employees, my family. Like, even when I work a lot, I'm very, very intentional and go deep, deep, deep when I am with them. Uh, And when I meet people for the first time, there doesn't have to be an agenda. I don't have an angle. You know, have you ever met someone you can just tell that they have an angle? They're trying to get something from you. They're trying to take, 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 take. Uh, I think we're all kind of built to smell those things out. And we don't like it because it's terrible. It's a crappy way to live your life and to do business. And the people that do that, they, they don't even get it. They don't realize they're doing it. But it's obvious and it holds them back big time. You need to. But one of the things my wife always says is, She says, Josh, you know, the best way to make friends is by being friendly. (laughs) And a lot of people are just not friendly. Like you go to an industry event and you start to network and you're trying to peacock. You're trying to position yourself so you look really cool. Or you don't want people to find out that you're the really dumb, small business guy that hasn't learned anything yet. So you try to like overcompensate. All that stuff's a waste of time. If you cut to the chase and be super authentic, uh, it just works. And then you try to find ways to add value to other people without even worrying about yourself getting any value because the value, it just comes later, you know? It's like relationships are the backbone of all business. And what's going to happen when you have clients and you have this surface level relationship with them and it's all about the transaction, it's all about making a buck and moving on and something goes wrong, right? Because trust me, something's going to go wrong at some point. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to be really mad. They're going to have no grace or mercy or at all because there's no relationship. What if you don't go deep with your spouse and you're disengaged when you go home, but then you have to work extra, extra hard for the next six months? What's going to happen? Same thing. You're not going to get a lot of compassion. You're not going to have people rooting for you in your corner, and you're going to think that you know the universe is trying to attack you, and it's not. It's just that you haven't dug the well until you're thirsty. You need to dig the well before you're thirsty. You dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Build uh, high-level relationships that, you know, are business ones. Build personal ones. Reach out to mentors. You know, start building a network that you want to have in the future. And it's a slow process, by the way. A lot of the business deals I've done lately are the result of over two years of just meeting people and following up and checking in and sending people gifts. You know, I... I'm also going to go a little harder this year on this idea called the Dream 100. And uh, several podcasts ago, I talked about uh, customer acquisition costs versus influencer ap- acquisition costs. And 
I don't necessarily have to rehash the whole thing, but the idea is, is when we want to grow our business, we think of it like, okay, well, uh, if my average ticket's $500 and my net profit is 20%, that means I, I clear $100 on average for every average customer, right? And so if you're going to go scale your business and acquire a whole bunch of new repeat customers, you know, technically you could spend up to $100 uh, and still like not go backwards, right? Does that make sense? Now, you'd want it to be as low as possible, of course, but you could spend up to that. It would be like your maximum customer acquisition cost without creating what is called cash burn. Now, the reason I say that is everybody's obsessed with like, okay, I'm going to do this direct mail. Well, what was my ROI? You know, what was my ROI on that campaign? Or I'm going to do some Facebook ads or I'm going to do this whatever. And that's all fine and dandy. But what's really, really, really powerful is the idea of an influencer acquisition cost. So what if you found a a new relationship and you worked that relationship for a long time and it was totally authentic and genuine. And then 18 months from now, it led to a hundred thousand dollar, you know, account for your business. Like, 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 can you wrap your head around that? Like if your average customer is $500, but this one person, this one influencer, this one doorway got you $100,000, well, that is the same as you getting a gajillion regular customers, right? And you're happy to spend 100 bucks or 50 bucks or whatever uh, to acquire a residential normal customer. But when it comes to relationships, we just drop the ball. I mean, what would it mean for your business if you built really deep, authentic relationships where you are the giver Uh, with other people in the industry. And then over the next season or two, some of you guys are going to succeed at a super high level and you're going to invent little tactics and you're going to come up with different processes and systems. And you need to know these people so that they share their secrets with you and so that, you know, you guys can share stuff with each other. That's digging your well before you're thirsty. And when I look back uh, on my life, that's been true. I haven't been perfect at it. You know, I've been selfish. I've been short-sighted many, many times in my life, but I'm really, really aware of not doing that now. And even when I wasn't aware, that was kind of my default. You know, I like to just know people and to learn things. I like to keep my mouth shut when I should and open it up when I should and just learn and be around interesting people. And it's been a huge thing for our business. So I want to encourage you guys to go get your shovel. Okay. I want you to go get your little shovel and I want you to go out. I want you to start digging. I want you to start digging. Now, digging can be you sending a text to someone that adds value to them and says no response necessary. Hey, just checking in on you. Uh, We haven't connected in a while. I hope you're doing super great. No, you don't have to text me back. Just wanted to say hi. Or sending them a handwritten note or sending them a small gift. Not something that's like creepy and awkward, but something that's uh, really, really nice and unexpected, right? Or stopping in uh, at their office if they're someone local to you and just saying hi, dropping off lunch for their team. You know, I buy lunch for other people's businesses all the time. I still do it. That is me digging my well, man. And, you know, I don't need anything from them right that second. But if it ever happens, I won't even have to ask. They're going to say, Josh, how can we help? Where are you at? What do you need? What's going on? And that is a really, really cool way to do business. And if your business is small and you're just getting started, I understand that it's going to be a little trickier for you to wrap your head around this right this second because you need to make like grocery money tomorrow and next week uh, and that's valid 
But I want you to remember the quote, dig your well before you're thirsty. It'll change your life. Focus on other people. How can you add value to them? And then find a whole bunch of really, really awesome people to add value to. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to grow. People are going to love you. You're going to have great relationships. And when you get in a pinch or things are hard or you need some encouragement or you need strategic help or you need a partnership or whatever, it's going to come through for you with no effort. Why? Because you have real relationships, because you were playing the long game. You weren't short-sighted like 95% of everybody out there that has a small business. And it's probably like 98%. 98%. Think long-term. It's a big deal. I love you guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. God bless. Hey, thanks for hanging out, friends. And from all of us here at the Quick Talk Podcast team, we hope you love today's show. We hope that you were inspired to become a doer and not just a listener. Apply what you've heard today in your own business and watch things change for the better. Lastly, remember that all the money in the world can't save your soul. Seek first the kingdom of God, my friends. We'll see you next time. For more information about the Quick Talk Podcast or Joshua's other businesses, visit our website, quicktalkpodcast.com. Have a blessed day.